How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not Another Movie Pod, episode 17. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cutsforth and Luke Goosens. Today, we just got a lot of news and we're going to finally do some Stranger Things. So we're going to just do episode one. I think what we're going to just do is we'll do one episode, probably every episode, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm down for it. Maybe two or three, just depending on like how much we got to talk about. Also, I think that that'll be a factor too. Okay, so... First news, probably the biggest MCU news to come out of like the whole Phase 4 thing in a while, I'd say, is that Thor 4 is official. It's in the works. Taika Waititi is returning to direct. He directed Thor 3. Hype. So I think that's some good news. I thought Thor 3, that's Thor the best Ragnarok. one of the three Thor movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, sorry. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Easily, in my opinion. Like, Thor 2 and 1 were previous... Like, that was previously the by far the weakest trilogy in the whole MCU and now Thor Ragnarok really redeemed it because it's like probably top five in the MCU maybe could be in your opinion it's pretty good yeah I might I might have to put it up there too honestly I really like Thor Ragnarok and just with the Hulk it was fun yeah it was really fun it's completely different than the first two yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then so other news on this report this is from THR. They said, obviously, Hemsworth is expected to return. Not official yet, but I mean, like, dude, you're not going to do Thor 4 without him. No. And so I was trying to think, though, what would they do? Because he's off with the Guardians right now. James Gunn has already said it's not going to be called as Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm thinking, what, he just goes in with them, they go to deep space, and then he kind of dishes them early in the movie? Hmm, probably, yeah. Uh, so he's still a thick one? He might be. They are call hey, they call him Bro-Thor now, but he's Thick-Thor. That's They call him Bro-Thor? Who's they? Officially dubbed him Marvel. Yeah, Marvel Studios. It's thick with two Cs, Thor. Like, everyone knows that. Does he get fat like that in the comics? I I think that's a new that's a new MCU thing. There's like old mm-hmm. Thor, but he he doesn't get like thick like that. He just gets a badass beard and he's like strong as shit. It's like old King Thor. Do you think he's gonna go like back to Valkyrie because she's a leader of the Asgardians now? So she's got to be she's got to play into Thor four somehow. You think? But we have no clue, honestly. I mean, she's on Earth. I don't yeah. have no idea what they're going to do with Thor 4. No clue. I'm really hoping they bring... Hopefully they get Hulk in it somehow. Yeah. I'm really hoping they bring Beta Ray Bill into it somehow. I'm not sure if they will, but... Oh, that'd I, be I, sweet too. Yeah. I just want to see him in there. I've been wanting him in every Thor movie. Who the I've fuck is that? <laughs> Ross, explain him. Okay. Well, he's created as like a nemesis of Thor and then Thor ends up becoming friends with him and he's got like this weird face. He looks like he has a horse face, basically. He actually wields Stormbreaker at one point. Like the axe that Thor gets in Infinity War. Well, he has it in Endgame too. But uh, yeah, he's one of Thor's like greatest allies. And he's a huge part of Thor Thor comics. I, I just think he's pretty cool. Who creates him? Shit, I think it's... I gotta look it up. But I think it's Iron Man, honestly. Tony Stark. <laughs> no or it might be Odin. He came in and he was like this... From this race called the Corbinites. All of his people were destroyed. And then... When he came, he was the only person that was outside like the Norse pantheon that could lift up Thor's hammer that was worthy to lift it. And then he augmented his body with like the parts of beasts. So it wasn't like created necessarily, but he was augmented to, I don't know, just be a lot stronger. 
And then he became friends with Thor after fighting him initially. And then their confusion was, I don't know, it's a really weird story, to be honest. They just become hella homies. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah. I honestly didn't know his origin that well. I just mainly saw him in the comics a lot after his origin, like with Thor. And there is this one badass fight in Planet Hulk, which is this animated movie that Thor and Betty Ray Billion are in initially. <laughs> and then also uh, the Hulk is in it too. And the Hulk fights Beta Ray Bill at school. Beta yeah. Ray Bill. What are you laughing at? This is his name, dude. Beta Ray yeah. Bill. He looks like a fool. He has like a horse face. Like actually his face is that of a horse. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what I meant to say. So moving on. Also, actually what came out of this too was the Akira movie that was getting a live action remake. That is getting, that got shut down as of tonight because Taika Waititi was supposed to direct it and he put it off for this movie and Warner Bros. didn't expect it at all. Apparently there was like turmoil already with that. That's also being produced produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. And just with that, Taika wanted to cast unknowns and then the studio wanted to do no names for it. And that was there was like already just stuff going on behind the scenes. But anyway, so that's been pushed off. Who knows when that's going to come out, if it will come out. I don't think anyone would really be mad if that doesn't come out. But that is a stacked like group of creators behind it, which is cool. Yeah, but I just know that live action anime movie adaptations have failed a lot in the past. But true, it would be cool if it would it could work. Yeah, there's not many good ones of those. Nah. Okay, so yeah, so then that's pretty much it with this the Thor part. But anyway, I was thinking this might get announced at Comic Con. You think this week? So that's this Saturday. It's at five fifteen. I was thinking now that the, like Marvel might have a pretty stacked announcement with Thor. There might not be anything on Shang-Chi yet because I was reading that they are still trying to find strictly Chinese actors for this, which is cool. Get into the origin. So there might be... I think they'll probably get like the official Eternals announcement. I'm not sure what else we'll get though, which do you think, Ross and Luke? Yeah. Do, do you think they'll do that? The same thing they did in for the Phase 3, like Comic-Con, where they just were pretending to release, like they did like Captain America Secret, Su- Secret Society, and then it ended up being Civil War, and then they announced all this shit. Like they announced all both Infinity Wars. They announced all of Phase 3. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know if they'll. I don't know if they'll do that. I'm. Sh- I think that they would want to do what is really going to come because you want to start building hype for this post Infinity War. You know what I mean? Like, because this is this is a different phase for them at the moment. They haven't. There hasn't been something that they're building well, towards. Yeah, yeah. You don't think that would build hype though? Just releasing everything. Oh, I was saying if I think that's what they would. I think that's what they would do. Just everything that they're gonna do. I thought you were saying that they do a fake out. I don't think they do a fake out. Oh no no no! I was saying like because in in the Phase Three one that they. Did, they were doing a fake out as in like they were saying they just were going to release Captain America's Secret Society which wasn't what it actually even was and then they released all of it at once you, so oh, were you saying they won't even do that because they want to build hype for yeah yeah that's what like I was the, saying yeah uh, I think even when they first announced that phase 3 that was before Spider-Man too so it changed after that I think this settled this will be more set though yeah just like because we know a lot what's coming yeah it changed a bunch actually like we know that there's going to be a Black Panther two, yeah. Doctor Strange two, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Eternals, Shang Chi, Black Widow, and now Thor four. Forget anything. Maybe Cap Marvel two that might get officially announced as well. And then everything else is kind of rumory. Guardian series. No, no, no. That's for sure. I put I put that on the list. That's for sure happening. James Gunn. Oh, you put that? Okay, I didn't. That's not happening until after he's done with this Suicide Squad movie reboot, whatever that is, that yeah, is. Gotcha. Okay, so moving on. That's it with Marvel. Next, so the, the Emmy announcements happened. This this 
first thing just about Game of Thrones is crazy. I mean, I could not believe it got nominated for 32 Emmys. It's the most ever for a show in a single Emmy. And it included Outstanding Series. And then the one that I think is kind of controversial is D&D got nominated twice. Once for writing and directing, both in the, in the series finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Huh. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that just because I didn't think the... I thought that was probably like the weakest aspect of that episode, in my opinion. Was the writing? Yeah. And I did see that thing where they're just like basically asking people to be sorry for, or they weren't doing that, but they were like saying how hard the backlash is on them and stuff. But it's like... It was Nick. Yeah, we're going to give criticism did. where criticism is due. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, if you didn't do something justice, like it's going to get brought to attention. And I just don't think that the writing and, and all that was there for those episodes that they did. What do you think, Luke? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was just rushed, man. They, they did it to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just... I'm not a fan of it. I thought for sure, like you would nominate for writing at least like a Night of the Seven Kingdoms. So I was trying to think about this because a Night of the Seven Kingdoms that episode didn't get nominated for anything. It didn't even get nominated for David Nutter for directing it. He got nominated for The Last of the Starks, <laughs> which is like that was the worst one of the three uh-huh. that he directed. I almost make me think that they were trying to spite Brian Cogman because he dipped out and went to Amazon Studios. Because he wrote that episode. I don't know if there's if that's even a thing, but trying to get the recognition for this the HBO people. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like they would still respect his contribution to what the season was. Yeah, but would you but wouldn't you say that that was the strongest writing of the season? Would have been episode two. Mm-hmm. Oh, episode two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's like, the one I would have known. Episode, episode one, I was like a little slow, but it was still pretty good. And then episode two, I thought was honestly the peak of the season. Mm-hmm. And then when episode three came, I was like, shit, maybe they can come back from here but like it wasn't that bad but it was pretty pretty iffy in my opinion and then it just got worse and worse mm, i still liked episode three but then yeah it kind of no i was saying it's iffy. spiral there's like good parts and bad parts just like the whole rest of the season there's some good parts from still four on there. that's when it there's a lot of bad though too uh, four on bad for you yeah, <laughs> yeah. first three good Four on bad. And uh, Miguel Sapochnik, he got nominated for directing for The Bells, not for The Long Night. Thought that was interesting too. Not for The Long Night? Yeah, not for The Long Night of the two that he directed. And then some other nominations. Amelia Clark, she was nominated for the fourth time, her fourth Emmy nom. But this one was for Best Actress. I think that is pretty well deserved. Hey, hey, how do they nominate him? Yeah, she was good. Who nominates them? HBO submits all this. Well, they have to be submitted. And then who accepts the nomination? Yeah. Like the Emmy process, they decide, they yeah. factor in everyone. Yeah, make a list. Who's the Emmy the prospect? High Council? Bro, I don't know who's on that on that the fucking committee. It's probably actors and writers they, and just industry people. Mm. Oh man, it's the High Council of Wizards. Idiots, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Kit Harrington, he was nominated no. too. This is his first time, first time nominee. I kind of felt like with a lot of these, it was kind of the whole just the legacy of the show got them a lot more nominations because thirty two is just fucking insane. Yeah, for one, and then for this season, especially Kit Harrington's like, dude, you literally said I don't want it the whole time. Like, it's not like you had any fucking crazy shit going on. <laughs> 
Hey, his last the this speech, speech was pretty good. That's pretty good. Damn, fuck. Eight lines. Let's give him an Emmy for it. Fuck that. <laughs> a nomination? That's what I was saying, though. That was his first oh, nomination. Yeah. yeah. His first one. So I was thinking oh, ever, maybe ever? because... Yeah, ever. And it's like, he probably could have been nominated for one of the past seasons. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I was saying, like, with the whole legacy aspect. It's just because the show was so good for so long that you're gonna... It's still gonna get all these nominations. And then at the beginning of the show, yeah, when the first show aired, it's it never won anything because that was when Breaking Bad was still on air and just swept at the Emmys all the time. Damn, dude. Yeah. Holy yes, that's how it was. It is true, ago. though, that... Yeah, it's a long time ago. It is true, though, that, like, Kit Harrington, he didn't get to show his range very much, you know? He was, like, one emotion the whole time that was conflicted. Yeah, like, this He was season. just conflicted the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. this season. Yeah, and then some other nominees. So there was four actresses nominated in supporting. So, like, there's only six spots, and four of them are Game of Thrones actresses. And the first one was Sophie Turner. That was her first time. Gwendolyn Christie was nominated for the first time. Macy Williams for the first time. And it was Lena Headey's third time, I believe, being nominated. And I would say out of that group, Okay, like if she was going to win an Emmy, I would have felt like it would have been a different season than this for Lena at least. No? Yeah, Yeah, season five. I think she was good in this season too. Or season six. But yeah, she had like season five, dude. Or six, yeah. Like when they were doing the Walk of Shame. Yeah, probably season six. And when she had to stay in in the dungeons of the Red Keep, mm-hmm. like that, she got to show a lot of range in that. And she was damn good too. Like you yeah, I think that like, her acting was superb. Uh-huh. That was like peak yeah. Cersei, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, so she yeah. was robbed during that shit. And, and the then like, Rose. some of these others, I think Gwendoline, that's that's a good one. I think she did a, a lot with what she had this year. Sophie Turner, not sure on that. Yeah. <laughs> you just fucking hated Sansa, bro. <laughs> bro, I did not you just like don't like Sansa. Sansa. The snake in the north, man. <laughs> like literally the whole thing. You're like, bro, fuck Sansa. Snake in the north, bro. Damn, dude. Was not a fan. I mean, her yeah. acting was good, though. I got to give her that. Her acting was good. And then, Ross, you didn't like yeah. this one, huh? That Karis uh, Van... Oh, forgetting her name. The girl who plays Melisandre. Oh. Melisandre. Karis Van Hooten. Karis Van Hooten. She was dude. also nominated yeah. for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Drama Series. So that's a one-off. It's kind of like a certain amount of time that they're in the show. It's either an episode or a certain amount of minutes, I believe. That's what that role means. She didn't do shit. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, she was only in it for like two minutes and she only had like one line. And her acting was, it's not like she did anything crazy with her acting. Like, she did what she could, but what'd she do? She just, she looked a little worried when she was trying to light the fire and then she. Gave them fire swords. She inspired. And that was it. And then she walked. And off she the told tide. Arya. Told Arya, "What's up? They wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't have won without her." I think that's us saying another one. Is, I just didn't think she did that much. Yeah, she probably could have got something the past couple seasons. I think that was her that, first that, nomination too. That's acceptable. What do? You, what was that category? Guest appearance. Yeah, outstanding guest actress in a drama series. Mm, yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> and then some other ones. Right. Peter Dinklage. Was nominated again, of course. That's his. He's the only actor to get nominated every year to to actually make it through. So eight years in a row, he's won three times. Nikolai Coster-Waldo was nominated again. Alfie Allen. Alfie Allen was nominated for the first time for Theon. So first time, dude. First time ever. That guy gets robbed, bro. He's been robbed. He gets robbed. That's bullshit. Like just his character and his art. Have they submitted him every time? I don't know if they've submitted him every time, honestly. Not sure. Probably not. They submit a lot of people. Like they submitted so many people for supporting guest actors. Like they submitted uh, like each year or this year. This year specifically, they they submitted five or six people for supporting guest actors. Yeah, that's why. 
for supporting guest actor. Yeah. Who? Who? Yeah. Like, do you have the list? I'm trying to think. Go Sorry, ahead, let me like think. Give me a sec. I can bring up the list. Yeah. Admir Tilly. Dude, Alfie Allen is an amazing actor, though. Bullshit. See, I mean, I don't know. They nominated a bunch of people for that. So, and then there was some other stuff too. They like composer got nominated twice. Well deserved, I'd say. A bunch of the beat, oh, like sure. behind the scenes stuff. Visual effects for the bells. Yeah. I'd say that's all well-deserved. Like the, the behind-the-scenes stuff, definitely. Definitely all-deserved. So 32. Okay, moving on. That's it for Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. No prequel updates as of now. So another thing yeah. that... Another story that I want to say people just really got angry over this week was there was a 007 update and there's a new report from the Daily Mail and they've been pretty accurate with their... Daily Mail has been with their 007 scoops. That's why I'm okay with running this. And everyone was everyone was reporting on this. And that's Lashana Lynch will probably be the new 007. 007, not the new Bond. That's what people are getting confused about. All the outlets were saying new Bond. That's not the case. It's a 007. No way. The blue yeah. seven is just a position in the MI6. Yeah, in this universe. And furthermore, like I feel the, in the report too, it said like what's going to happen probably is that this character named Nomi, oh, also Lashana Lynch, she was in Captain Marvel, if people don't know. So she's going to go to Jamaica. Yeah. And we see that in that behind the scenes video. It's already been released. You see her there with Bond. And it, it, in the report, it says he's gonna, she's going to pull Bond out of retirement, probably to fight more Spectre or some other terrorist organization again. Not sure. But I mean, I'm going to bet money that by the end of this movie, her character like dies or something, he gets 007 back. That's my bet. Do you guys think? Oh, I think so. Yeah, that's a good one. There, well, there's a 006, 008 position. Like, there's a bunch of 00 positions. So mm-hmm. maybe Bond becomes a different 00. No way. I don't there's know. No, no fucking way. way. Zero chance. No fucking way, dog. Yeah, no fucking way they do that. I'm just that. spitballing, dude. I that's, don't know. That's fucking some baby back bullshit. I don't think if he, while he was a du- like an active <laughs> 00, that he wouldn't get his own number back. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, James. Uh, you've been demoted to 006. <laughs> an idiot. I don't think it's... Yeah. <laughs> and that was no, the other but... thing, too, is people were pissed. It was like, he's always been 007, which is not entirely true, because one time in Ian Fleming's not book, true. he only lived twice, which was the last book he published before he died. He was actually quadruple seven. Quadruple, my bad. What? Yeah, he was quadruple seven. Quadruple, <laughs> quadruple seven. seven. Like seven, 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 seven. Yes, right? yes. When he wasn't... Yeah. Uh, you know, a double O. He was on more of like a diplomatic mission in that one. But then he's reinstated in The Man and the Golden Gun, which is the next book. That was the last one Ian Fleming wrote that came out after he died. So he has not been a double O seven at one point. And that was like another thing people were super attached to. Not true. Not in film, though. I think in film, he's always been double O seven. You meant the man with the golden gun, right? Not in the man golden with gun. the golden gun. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. lastly, on top of that, no people were triggered. Just oh, you're gonna make Bond a woman in the next one. Then that's what you're setting us up for. Something. It's like that's not the case either. Brenda Broccoli, who's been the producer for the past 24 years and whose father produced all the Bonds before that, she said Bond will always be a man. And her exact quote was just, "He was written as a man. What we should be doing is creating interesting stories for women and not just turning men into women or women into men." Now, like that. It's a good quote. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Oh yeah, yeah, Brenda. Yeah, I think that puts that all to rest on that. 
Oh, and then lastly, I should add, this kind of got overshadowed is Christoph Waltz is supposed to return as Blofeld. He was the villain in the last one. He was like Bond's, what, brother, stepbrother or something like that? I can't really remember that one anymore. So he's going to return. Yeah, that one was kind of forgettable. <laughs> it, Spectre yeah, was. was. Out of the four, that one and probably what? Was it Quantum of Solace? What was the second Quantum one? Quantum Solace. Quantum of Solace. Yeah, that one was forgettable. That is the second. Yeah, Quantum I, Solace. I like Christoph Waltz. So. Oh, I love him. He's a great actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's great. I'm down on him coming back. You know what I didn't realize is that Blofeld is what the original Blofeld in the movies is what uh, inspired Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers movies. Did not know that. Yeah, dude. Uh, you didn't know that? With the cat and everything? Yeah, I didn't know. Because he even has that cat that <laughs> Dr. Evil has. I haven't watched all those yeah. old Bond movies in Direct inspiration. Those 60s, 70s ones. Dude. dude, they have some really They all bring together. Shit. In the old Bonds? Oh, yeah, dude, like in the old Bonds, he the just like women. forces himself so, on It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's fucked. That's actually yeah. another thing that they've commented on is that uh, just their approach with this one. They're not going to call them Bond girls anymore, apparently. They're Bond women. And he's not really going to like hook up Bond with people on this one. Apparently, that's some rumor that's going around too with it. Mm. That's kind of his thing, mm. though. I don't know. And the bad thing about those older ones, too, is they always made it seem like the girls wanted, like, they, they made it seem like they wanted it in the, in the end, even though they didn't in the beginning. So, like, they made it seem all right, even though it wasn't. They were just a, a whole fucked up portrayal of it. Okay, so next story, Austin Butler has been cast as Elvis and Boz Lerman's biopic. That's kind of the move these days, is all these biopics. And he beat out... Bio, biopic? Biop? <laughs> it's a biopic. Bro, I thought you were serious for a sec. No way. <laughs> no, it's a biopic, bro. <laughs> You're tripping. No, it's not. No. It's a biopic. No, no fucking way in French, yeah. hell, dude. You're shitting me. Biopic? Are no, you biopic. serious? Man, shut up. All right. <laughs> so you beat out Enzo Elgort, beat out Miles Teller. Harry Styles also was up for this role. NG Easy, but like, what the fuck? Uh, that would have been that would have been bad. But anyway, so and then Tom Hanks will also star as his manager. And yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting. He's kind of an unknown. He was in this movie I watched Ooh, called yeah. The Dead Don't Die this summer, which was fucking probably the most boring zombie movie I've ever seen. I don't know how, why Adam Driver and Bill Murray were in it. And he's going to be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that's coming out later this year. He's like currently on Broadway with Denzel Washington. That's how he's found. He's like holding his own against them. So I think, I think it's interesting casting. What do you guys think? Kind of has the look. Yeah, he's a Disney kid too. He's in like a Disney singing show back in the day too. Yeah, if he's on Broadway, then that means he can sing. Dang, I felt the opposite about his look. Ansel Elgort and Miles Teller had way better look. I can see Miles. Elvis. Yeah, I can see yeah, Miles. To be honest. Because they kind of had like... Really? A, yeah. They had the like chin and the brow of Elvis more, I think. Austin hmm, he's got the like hair. The kiddo. I mean, I don't know. That was kind of rude. No, he just looks like very young in the face. His face looks narrow. And Elvis has like that kind of like thicker face. Like Ansel Elgort. Yeah, but I, th I think this Miles is going to be a younger Elvis movie. This is how he got found is what the intro is on it. So it's probably like you want someone who can be well, young and then younger, go through his like, life a little bit is what I'm thinking. I imagine it's going to like really focus on yeah. Tom Hanks' character. Because I mean, I don't think you get Tom Hanks in a movie if he's not like really prominent as his manager. And especially with all the shit that that dude, he's like kind of a dick to Elvis, super controlling. Like he allegedly would take like 50% of Elvis' money. He wouldn't even let him tour internationally. It's just kind of a Why? fuckhead. Yeah. Damn. 
I, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know the reasoning why he didn't. I don't know if that lasted. I'm sure. Damn. I feel like eventually you'd let him go overseas. Not sure though. But like yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think like too how far you're going to really cover with Elvis's life too, just because there's a lot of like weird shit about this dude. You know, just how he's all he was like kind of into little girls and just crazy and just into yeah. drugs and stuff too. At the end of his life, he only lived to 42. Yeah, I hope they don't like over glorify him too much or anything. You know. Yeah, but, for sure. Definitely. He used to like give prescription pills to women after they'd hook up. That was one of his things. He's just a weirdo, man, dude. Like he was like into 14-year-old girls and he like met his wife when she was 14 and just was seeing her when he was what? Ross, what'd you say? 23 years old? That's just fucking <laughs> weird, yeah, man. 25, I don't know. Maybe at the time it was a little more acceptable. I don't know. And he would just have like Little girls come over, like 14-year-olds come over and do pillow fights with them in his room and spend the night and <laughs> shit, dude. What's the weirdo, come on, man? man. Sounds like some good sober fun, you asshole. Jesus. God, take it all fucking sexual. And he was just, I don't know, dude, just a weird guy. What were you going to say? We don't Maybe know that, though. We dude. don't know. Because Michael Jackson was always... The, Michael Jackson's was... Yeah, this is all speculation. But Michael Jackson was always like, I never touched those boys. You know, he's like, I just like their company. Like, he just like their... I don't know, dude. Michael Jackson was a fucking weirdo, too. All those dudes, weirdos. Elvis, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, weird as fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree on that. Yeah. All if right. you got, that's weird. If you got fucking any, like, you know, inkling about, if you have to debate it, it's weird. Yeah, dude. And, like, fucking, I don't know, just other shit about Elvis, man. He was just like, did he actually go to war, though? I thought he went, yeah, for two years. To Korea? In the 60s, would that would have been where you would go? Oh, the 60s, that's Vietnam. Yeah, he went. Well, was okay. It the he, 60s or the 50s? At least enlisted. It was like 1960 because then he came back and got married. He got married to that little girl after he, he came back. Oh, it was 58. It was 58. I don't know, but did he actually see combat or was he just like a fucking, you know, towel folder in the back? <laughs> I, I, fuck, dude. I assume, damn. Look at the Korean War was from 1950 to 1953, so he definitely didn't do shit. This was in the late late 60s, or not late 60s? Sorry, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, he he probably was like just. He's probably just like sitting on the Korean fucking border, just like eating. Yeah, just eating, dude. For real, he's hell into food. Yeah, (laughs) that's why he got kind of thick and chunky. Thick boy. Ooh, okay. After training, Presley joined the 3rd Armored Division in Friedberg, Germany on October 1st. While on maneuvers, he patrolled... Oh, he was introduced to amphetamines by a sergeant while he was in the army. Dang, okay. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Jeez. Nice, dude. Nice. just, Just ruined his life after that. Damn. That's where he met his 14 year old future wife, too. He met her while he was there? Yeah. While in Friedberg, Presley met 14-year-old Priscilla Bialui. Bilou. That's a hard name to bro. And he was like, he was like, he was grooming her too. Weirdo, man. Weird no, dude. But he had multiple wives, didn't he? That was his first one though. And how old was she? They married when she was 23. I don't know how old he would have been. Oh, Older. Then that's fine. But dude, that's nine years that he knew her. And he was like, they were like, they were dating and shit. They were seeing each other when she was under 18. Oh. Yeah, fucking weird. Wait, how the fuck was he in the army when he's like 38? I don't feel like that. <sighs> Something's not lining up here. Don't you get drafted? It would be a draft back then, right? Yeah, he got drafted. He definitely wasn't seeing combat, Zach. That was no. big fucking news. I said don't quote me on that. Dude, he was dropping hits while he was in the army too. He had 10 top 40 hits and he was like 
doing concerts and shit for pe- for the troops. I mean, that's pretty cool, huh. I guess. Doing concerts and shit. <laughs> so he was touring well. He was one redeeming factor about him. He was just in the band. <laughs> I'm just in the band. The army band, damn. Yeah. That's all he was doing. Elvis. All right, any more, any more Elvis stories? No, let's move on from this clown guy. Man died on the toilet. I wonder if they'll show. They'll get to that. <laughs> dude, that'd be sick. All right, moving on. That's it, dude. That's the last of the news. Okay, so next we're doing Stranger Things season three. We're gonna review chapter one. Susie, do you copy? So if you haven't watched it, go watch it right now. Come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. Okay, Ross, you go first. How'd you? What do you think about this episode? I thought it was pretty good. A little slow. The the Russians were just really generic. Stereotypical. I thought, oh, the scene with them opening well, the. Wait, but Ross, what did you want? What did you want from the Russians? It's 1984. 85. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no. Yeah. The beginning no. of 84. Yeah. And then they jump a year. You're right. Like, what do you want from the Russians? They have to be fucking stereotypical because they're in, you know, peak Russian, fucking Russian, Russian. Yeah. You know? I guess they were just like all their performances and stuff were like little, like just over the top, like I'm a villain, I'm Russian, except for Alexi. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying I didn't like it because it's like, it's almost like a play on 80s movies where like every Russian is the bad guy automatically, you know? And it's kind of, yeah, yeah. it goes with that feel of it being in the 80s. I'm not, yeah, I wasn't saying it was completely a negative. It's a double-edged sword, I feel like. Oh, I thought you villain. were talking shit. Okay, sorry. I attacked you real quick. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, I thought the visual with the them opening the portal to the upside down in the very beginning was like awesome. With the, I don't even know, it was like a plasma yeah. beam or it was some kind of electricity discharge. And then it, when it was like spreading out to all the people in the hazmat suits, that was sick. I thought all the kids, oh my God, they've all gotten so much older. It's so noticeable and it's awesome. They're all growing up. It's cool. And freaking, what's his name? Always wants to play D&D. Not Will, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, Will. Will, not, not Mike. It, it is Will. Will. Yeah, yeah. He's always trying to play d and I thought that was funny. And, oh, should we talk about spoilers about for the rest of... Or just keep it to just this episode? No. Okay. No, okay. just this episode. <laughs> I'll stick to it then. I don't even think Luke's watched the whole season yet. No. Hopper was pretty good this episode. I liked all the characters. Characters were really good. Dude, the freaking all those guys in the the post, the newspaper agency. <laughs> they're fucking dicks. The Hawkins Post. Yeah, yeah dude. Fuck me, guys. I thought oh that was. Oh my god. That fucking blonde dude, I want to stab him in the throat. Seriously. All dude, morons, I don't want it. man. Yeah. No, so dumb. There was one part in that that I thought was a little over the top when he was she was like, Oh, you should talk about the Starcourt Mall and how it's taking away from small businesses. And then he was like, oh, that is a good story. Small town businesses dying in America. And he's like, oh, but you know what's a spicier story is how I don't have any mustard on my hamburger. And then the guy next to him is like just dying laughing. He's just like, oh my God. Just like, it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. I thought yeah, it was kind of funny. So bad. Such cornballs, all of them. Uh, it was a pretty good episode. A little slow, a little, little bit like it was set up. Like, imagine actually laughing at that. I, yeah, I would just look at that dude and be like, that was the dumbest fucking joke I've ever heard. Yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't say that out loud, but I, I wouldn't make, there would be no reaction at all. For real, mm-hmm. I'd be like, John, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that was good. <laughs> and then Billy, the ending, the presence building up in the metal factory. It was really cool. What is that? You know how like the metal is coming together and it's like s- swirling together? I don't the, Why? The mind flare? How is it even doing that? It's weird. Yeah, yeah. The mind no, flare, but. I was going to ask you guys. 
what that fucking was. The like metal, metal coagulating, you know, in the steel, in the old steel f- factory. At the, it's huh. like at the very, very beginning of the episode, dude. Yeah, it's like a whirlwind of steel. Damn, I didn't think about that. I just took it as it was the mind flare kind of forming up. He's coming back. I thought it was good, though. That's pretty mm-hmm. much all I have to say about it. Go ahead, Luke. Or yeah, that. I liked it, too. Yeah, I liked all the, I don't know, just all the first scenes and all. And like, um, I really loved when fucking uh, Steve and, and Dustin see each other for the first time again. <laughs> that's That's episode two, isn't it? Is that episode two? Yeah, that's episode oh, two. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Fuck me up. Fuck. That's episode two? <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's episode two. Jesus. Because he's up I at the end of... One. He's like up at the... <sighs> at the camp. God damn it. The scoop shop. He's trying to call his girl up. Another thing about Steve that I thought was funny was on his... I don't know if... Was he joking when he said, this is my first day at Scoops? Or what is that ice cream shop called? Yeah, he's trying yeah, to talking to the chick. Yeah, yeah and he struck out with out. seven different ladies on his first day, and it was only like midday, and he'd already hit on seven ladies and struck out. Like that is pathetic. That dude is. No, I don't think it was his first day. It wasn't his first no. day, but still, in one day though, he needs to step up his game. Yeah, that's a lot of L's. That's L's yeah. on L's. <laughs> seven. <sighs> that's crazy. Man he's has just lost going for his game. Yeah, he lost. He's his shooting shit for sure. He's shooting. Yeah, he <laughs> he's there. He's, he's yeah, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's for damn sure. Gonna get a hit eventually. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead, Luke. I just I had to say that. I thought it was good. Like, <laughs> damn, dude, episode two is really good. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to talk about episode two? I, yeah, kind of, bro. Yeah. One and two kind of tie into each other really well. And then yeah, they, they set do. up for three, you know? Uh, I don't know. It, like, just seeing the dynamic between um, Finn and, and Eleven now, it's kind of funny. It's just weird. And then seeing how pissed Hopper is over it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was super comical, how, like, he was just freaking out over their relationship. He was just, just like, like, dude, they're like, how old are they supposed to be? 13? They're going to be... Yeah, like 13, I, assume, I think they're going to be freshmen, because this is the summer after... Last year, yeah. So thirteen, right? Thirteen, turning fourteen this year. Yeah, yeah. Going into freshman like, year, dude. Chill. <laughs> and he's just getting so worked up over it. Like I thought that was hilarious. Wait, wait, hold up. Oh. How old would we have been going into our freshman year? Fourteen. Yeah, thirteen, dog. No, bro. No way. Thirteen, right? turning Weren't, fourteen. Be 13, 15? Coming 14, 14, 15, 15 to sixteen, seventeen. Oh, yeah, 16, 17. yeah. So they're fourteen. Oh. Is that anything else, fool? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Um, No, I didn't have anything else. What did you think, Zach? Yeah, I mean, I thought it started out strong with the the opening with the effects. It definitely was like, okay, they're going to put some more budget into the season just with them blowing up all the fucking Russians and just setting up all the villains. I like that. I was trying to, like, that was, like, my first question was just, okay, how the hell are they going to bring back the mind flare? She closed the door, and, like, we were all making fun of that in the trailer. It's, like, that's fucking stupid. But I guess, I don't know. This is what I was trying to think is, like, the Russians must be just trying to top the Americans because that's kind of how it was back then. And they got intel that the Americans opened up some door or they, or these doors are starting to open up everywhere, all over the world or something, because there's one in Russia. Maybe that's it, too. And then they're like, we Either need to that. beat the Americans to this. Because I was trying to think, go for it. Yeah. Either that or they're trying to use the doors as like portals to transport armies, maybe. 
yeah, like, to get to through quick. Open the one in Russia, and then yeah, open one in Hawkins. I figured they were just trying to beat the Americans because they killed the dude that didn't do it right, and then the next dude he's like, "You have a year," you know, yeah, like he's giving him a time a time limit, so he wants this fucking done, you know. Yeah. yeah, it seems like that era, era too. This is like right before Chernobyl too. So they're all super secretive out there with all that. So that, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, okay, they must. There must be some reason why they're trying to do this. And okay, and then yes, yeah, so I like that. I like Daddy Hopper. You know, reacting Eleven being a teen, and then like her just using. She's just using her powers for you know just dumb shit. shit. Like close the door <laughs> quick. Yeah, and I was totally cool with him freaking out on fucking Mike too because he was being a little shit and like talking back to. <laughs> yeah. An adult. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Hell no, dude. I would never put up. With- I was surprised he didn't flip out on that fool. <laughs> when they just started whispering. He was like going in there trying to, yeah, he's like going in there trying to be like nice and talk to him on the better level. And he's like, nah, fuck that. Fuck this kid. <laughs> so I like that. He did seem kind of psycho in the car. I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait. So anyway, and then <laughs> I like seeing the whole, I like seeing the group back together. That first scene where they, he just sprays. Lucas, that was funny. Straight in the face. And Lucas had some joke about Mormons with his girlfriend, them joking about her not being real. Like, that was all good. Is this episode two? No, it's episode one. You just said Dustin was gone for episode one. He wasn't. What are you talking about? No. You were saying Dustin met up with... Yeah, he didn't meet up with uh, Steve yet. Remember they went to the top of the hill? It ends with him figuring out the whole Russian code. Yeah, that's how the episode is. One and two is blended into one for me. (laughs) It actually ends with Billy crashing... Oh yeah, you're right. And yeah. Billy just getting fucking swooped. So yeah, yeah, and then dude, Will Byers worst superpower ever, man. Mind flare six sense. That's just yeah, terrible. And then is that a, is that a superpower? <laughs> I mean, shit, bro. I don't know. It's like a curse. Not a good dog. one. Yeah, that is more like a curse. Yeah, the one thing I the episode for me I think was just the, I thought that sexual tension between like Mike's mom and fucking Billy was a little over the top. And <laughs> also shout out. Dr. Montgomery, just that dude plays a dick really well. He's Billy. Just making yeah, fun yeah. of that fat kid at the pool. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> that was so He's like, Lord funny. Ass. <laughs> so savage, man. Damn. Dude, he's not even that cut. I'm surprised all those women were like, damn. I'm like, I mean, he's pretty good. Yeah, shit now. yeah, he's a good looking dude. But yeah, I mean, I get that too. So yeah. anyway, Maya Hawk, I like her as addition as Robin. My, I remember thinking at the beginning when I was first watching this, this is the second time through, I was like, okay, I'm, I think this is going to be a fun dynamic. Robin and Steve. I still think, I think yeah. Steve's the best character. I'm going to say that. I think still Steve. Go in the whole show. Just his development too. Yeah. He's my favorite character, I think. Yeah, he was yeah, that's reasonable. Dick to sick. <laughs> dick to sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that was, that was pretty much all I had. I caught some, I caught some references like Jonathan... When he falls over tripping in his pants, that's like back to Michael J. Fox and Back in the Future. Um, I did notice... Well, okay, never mind. I can't say this one because that's a spoiler. One thing I did know... Okay, a few things I thought were like, okay, this isn't... I don't know if this was actually in that year, so I looked it up. Dry erase boards weren't really a thing. So she's like marking off Steve and shit. Dry and brick yeah. erase boards didn't really like become a thing until mid-90s, early 2000s. And they blew up. It's a little early for that. Also, George A. Romero's... Movie Day of the Dead didn't come out. Day of the Dead. It was. I came out like a month later. Day of the Dead. Yeah. So there's no way they could have watched that. I was trying to think what was the reference why they used that scene. If you had maybe Ross. just. I was thinking that they just used that just because it was an inspiration for the Duffer Bros as like their style of horror. That's yeah. That was the only thing that I was thinking of. Just because like they respect that movie would be my guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was trying to think if there's any connection with Will, because then that's right when Will reveal, you know, realizes that the mind is up. back. If there's some connection yeah. with like with the hands and I don't know, just the scene. Yeah, so that was really it. Billy getting grabbed and like holding on. That was a callback to Barb in the pool. That was the last thing. But yeah, I mean, this episode really just was like setting it up for the rest of the season going forward. I thought it was a good intro just to get everyone back into the characters. Seems like everyone's kind of moved on from the mind flare, starting to, uh, I don't know, just be happy. Like it yeah. looks like Eleven, she's really more of a, more acting like a normal, normal like a girl. Kid. You know what I mean? She's very sheltered season two. So I thought that the development's cool. Sets it up. There's not, there's not like a ton to go into. I, I like that they start, they got it going too with Billy just getting snagged right at the end. That was a good hook yeah. to get it going. That, that kind of reminds me of when Will at the end of that episode disappears in season one. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got, honestly. Damn. There's not a ton on that one. The other episode, I feel like every other mm-hmm. episode has way more to talk about. Yeah. That was way more of a setup episode for the rest of the mm-hmm. season. I thought it was good though. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good episode. Solid. Yeah. Hey, why is everyone using this fucking old man Snapchat? Filter? I don't know. I was wondering that same shit. Bro, that shit blew up today. I don't know. Like every NBA yeah. player. Dude, on I it. know. It's all over my Snapchat Stop. filter. Dude, it's everywhere. Chill. <laughs> like shit. Probably just because it's one of those things that'll be gone. Decent. Looks better than the, the one I thought Snapchat was funny. Ones. Did you guys see the one where they did it to Captain America? It looked just like old man Cap. Oh, what? No, I didn't. Yeah. Did it? It's like, they did pretty good with those. That, that's actually funny. Hey, Luke, yeah, right after we thing finish recording, right. I'm gonna do that filter and post it on Instagram just for you. <laughs> <laughs> you should send it to me. No, I'm not doing Don't that shit. Send it to me too, just so I can see it. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe I will. All right, damn Zach, <laughs> you'd put that filter on and it'd be the same fucking face. Old boys. <laughs> I'm fucking 25. <laughs> Shut up, fool. <laughs> Acting like I'm old over here. Yeah. Dude, we you still are, young. Dog. Get out of here. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Who cares? All right, we're we going we to wrap this up. Yeah, <laughs> no more interjections. <laughs> wrap it up, wrap it up. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so that's it. I think... Shoot, do you guys want to do two and three then on the next one? I could I could rewatch both. Well, that's not gonna be we should have done one and two. Yeah, we together. probably should have, but I didn't rewatch it. Luke or Ross, did you rewatch it? Number one or two? I got like two halfway today. through two. And oh, then yeah. you guys said we were gonna know, do just, two, so I stopped watching. Yeah, I just didn't have time to do both. So honestly, dude, it was so good. I was like in bed last night. I was pissed I couldn't watch the third one. Yeah. I just want to change one. All right. Well, then let's do let's do two and three next episode. Then speed it up. Okay. We should do that. Is two does two flow into three pretty good? They all flow pretty. I well, think they I all think. flow pretty good. You know what I mean? I like, feel it's like a, it's, they, they made that show up. to binge it. Yeah, like they they yeah. make these Netflix shows to say like, oh, you want to keep watching this, not take it one at a time. Like I binged, I watched all eight hours like in a row when it first when I finally was able to watch it. Spent the whole day watching it. Pretty much every episode ends on a pretty big cliffhanger. Like, it just makes you want to keep I watching. I feel like, yeah. Something that'll have implication, for sure, like, immediately in the next episode. All right, so that's all we got. Probably the next episode, we'll do two and three. Combine it. I don't know when that's going to be. I think we'll record Sunday. I don't know when this one's going out. But we're going to do Sunday. We're going to do a recap of Comic-Con. I don't know if we'll do Lion King reviews this week. That might be the episode after that, next week sometime. Okay, so that's it. All right, we out of here. Sounds good. Peace. Later.
Thank you.